I cannot believe Jerome. <laughs> Is this thing on? Um, <sighs> we had to jump onto <laughs> Nair is no hair. Like, no hair, Nair. I hope somebody's keeping a running list out there. First, we had Subway. And you... But... <laughs> what? Nair? It's You knew Nair. all this time that Nair was no hair? Well, it just makes sense. Nair is a nonsense word. No, it's for hair. That clearly was a <laughs> reference to what it's about. <laughs> Jerome, you're joking with me. You're playing with me. You're pulling my leg? No, I didn't know this. No, I refuse to accept. Nair. Tell me how I'm supposed to breathe with no hair. Uh, uh, uh. Hi, and welcome to our Hair Emporium. I'm Jerome. And I'm Kenyon. That's right. He did, in fact, say Emporium, not a barbershop. I don't go to those. What is a barbershop? I've never been there. We're talking about hair, y'all. Christmas. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> and a happy you know New one? Year's? I don't know that one. Happy birthday? When in the Frosty the Snowman, like OG movie, <laughs> animated movie, every time he's reborn, he says happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, okay. With the voice, it makes it a full difference. Thank you. So you're saying I'm good at impressions. Well, don't That's quote what me. You're on. Saying. Okay. Um, hi. Hi there. Good to see you. Good to see you. Oh my God, so good to see you. We should catch up. Do you want to get lunch sometime? Let's do that. Absolutely. Poke? Okay, great. Now, Mama, I would kill for a poke bowl. I would kill. There's a poke place down the street from me. Guess how much it is per poke bowl. I don't want, I don't. Mama, $18. (laughs) What? Is that not unbelievable? For uh, who, and it's not like huge, and it's not like particularly good. That's approaching like three meals of money. I know that literally is three other meals. <laughs> Take it away. Take it away. I know. I know. Well, that's not even it what we're crazy. here to talk about today. Pokey, not at all. Pokey, pokey. <laughs> we're not here to talk about the pokey. Um, Kenyon, uh, I have something to show you. I, you know, I always have something. You always have a little surprise. What is? Oh my gosh, she's bandaged. Got my little bandit. Ooh, it's a little sword to the touch. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's two of two for you, right? She's vaccinated. That's two of two. I'm a Pfizer girl through and through. Um. I am. Wow, congrats. The chip is deep in my Wow, now they know everything about you. I mean, they already did. I know. But (laughs) now it's real time. The idea of like, now they're going to follow me around. Mama, I literally use my phone to track how many steps I take in the day. (laughs) 
Like, they know where I am. Goodness. They literally know exactly where I am. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about surveillance. Mama, the surveillance state, it'd be surveilling. Actually, I can't talk about that right now. That's depressing. Well, it's only true. Um, In other updates, I, uh, inspired by our iconic guest last week, I have started uh, Sex in the City. Wow. This is going to, I'm going to say something stupid. I'm prepared. I mean, that's, I was prepared when I started um, the call, so. <laughs> okay. Let's just relax. Let's just it was, just, it it was there, so I took it. Um, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know Sex in the City is really good? <laughs> but no, it genuinely is really good. Give me your three reasons why it's knocking your socks off right now. Um, it genuinely will, like, I'm <laughs> reacting to it. Like, I will laugh out loud when some things happen. I've just watched a couple of episodes that had me, like, gasping. Like, <gasps> I'm shocked that that just happened. Wow. So it's a substitute for real human interaction. Check. Exactly. Very, 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 very that. Um, and uh, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's just good, plain fun. And who doesn't want to have fun these days? Please, please don't say that. Um, I feel like the writing is actually genuinely good, which I'm surprised by. Work. Like, I knew that they'd be good characters, but, like, I am listening to it, and I'm like, oh, this actually is interesting. Like, the cadence of it is very good. Okay. All right. You're enticing me. You're wetting my appetite. Mm -hmm. We all need to join Mm -hmm. on in. Maybe this is actually becoming a Sex in the City podcast Review. Let's turn this into a Sex in the City podcast. I actually was thinking a lot about this. This won't mean anything to you, but to the girls out there who know, they'll know. I think that I am a combination of Samantha and Charlotte. And you are a combination of Miranda and Carrie. And together, we're everything. We're gay. <laughs> <laughs> and that too. <laughs> Wow. It's good. Okay. I actually, I do have to, it's good. It's good. Like, I can't put it down. Are there any black people in it? I can't get away. Um, now, that's interesting. <laughs> um, that is interesting. There are black people in it. No. Um, I can see that in season two, there are more <laughs> black people than in season one. Um, Not upward mobility. My understanding is that soon there will, that by the end, there are more black people. That's my understanding. Ooh. Soon yeah, I will I be done. Stuff. Okay. Soon I will be done with the drops of the world. Drops of the world. Drops of the world. <laughs> Cut print. Um, anything in the world that you want to talk about? Because I only see sadness right now, so. I know, and it's really, it's not for me. I just don't have the band, the banding widths that today. <laughs> That's why I've been watching The Hottest Show from 1998. <laughs> Sex and the City. Watching uh, TV's hottest star, Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> <laughs> what were you up to in 1998? Mama drooling. Uh, <laughs> sucking my damn thumb. Please. <laughs> what were you doing in 1998? Living my fantasy. Retiring. Uh- <laughs> 
buying your third house? <laughs> if only I had three houses now, Jerome. What happened? Well, what we came here to talk about today was one thing and one thing only. Mm-hmm. And that's hair. Hair. It's important. <laughs> hair. And this podcast is brought to you by hair. <laughs> it's important. How did it, how did we get here? How did we get to hair? Well, we both have hair. Right. Um, I'm famously on a hair journey. You are. It's looking voluminous, voluptuous. I know. It's long. She's got lots of it. I've been thinking, like, I know that we were just talking about this on the podcast, like, two weeks ago. (laughs) But I don't know when I'm going to cut it. I don't know if I should, like, I've mostly not been cutting it because COVID. Right. But I don't know if that is going to continue to be true. Like, if I should, like, get a haircut because I can, because it it now feels safer to do so, or it will at some point feel safer to do so, or if, like, I should really continue exploring growing it out. I'm enjoying this new... It's just a new era that you're ushering yourself into. I know. I know, but... And I said this not two or three weeks ago on the podcast, but I was, like, I had just made this discovery of, like... I'm going to keep my hair really short. That's when I look really good. Like, that's what I'm going to do, like, work. And I was, like, ready to be feeling my oats in that way. Mm. But now I'm like, should I be feeling my oats in this way? But I kind of don't... Well, here's the thing. I kind of don't know if it's good or bad. I do know that it's long. (laughs) I know it's long and it, like, feels healthy. But I don't know if it's, like, good. Only, I mean, just find out. Just keep finding out. Let it grow and go to places you've never been before with your hair. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I When I was growing up, I always was, like, kind of frustrated that there wasn't a lot I could do with my hair. Like, because I kept it pretty short. I mean, this is certainly the longest my hair has ever been. Um, because I kept it short, it was just, like, it grows and then I cut it and then it grows and then I cut it. And I always wanted, you know, like... When you see white kids on TV and they, like, try a new hairstyle or they, like, you know, they do whatever they do. Um, I always wanted to do that. And I, like, never really had a good opportunity to do that. You remember back in, like, you know, first and second grade when everyone was just gelling up, spiking their hair? It was oh, all, yeah. the, all the little white boys all around uh-huh. town. Leave uh-huh. my town. Um, and it was my like, <laughs> that's not, that's clearly not going to work for me. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, very that. So very that. And they'd be like, here, try it. And they'd <laughs> it would be like the flimsiest little like wet right. and I'm oil. Like, <laughs> I only know some good oil and some nice thick conditioners. Okay. Exactly. So. Very that. That's what's going to do me right. Mm. Mm. I'm curious about your about your younger hair self now that we're there. What uh-huh. where were you, what were you thinking? Well, for a long time, I hated getting my hair cut. Like, I, some of my earliest memories are of, like, sitting at a barber shop, like, sitting in a barber's chair, like, on a thing. They, like, stick the thing on the arms because you're so tiny. Yeah. Um, and feeling like it, the, the shears were the hottest thing in the world. It was, like, it was going to hurt me. Um, and that getting a haircut took five hours. I, it felt like I had never experienced anything that took more time than <laughs> sitting in a barber's chair getting a haircut. Absolutely that. But I also would 
uh, my dad would have to take me um, and we'd go to the barbershop on, we'd have to go on Saturdays because it was like the only time that like, you know, my dad could take me to the barbershop. But like Saturdays are the busiest day. Yeah. So we would go, first it would take so, so, so long to like even have a chair open. And then the the, the cutting of the hair would take so long. Then we both would have to get our hair cut. So, like, it wasn't just waiting for me. It was me and him. So I, like, never wanted to go. And I never, when I was a kid, I did not understand why I needed to get my hair cut so often. Mm. There was a while when I was like, ooh, like, I want to let my hair grow out. Like, I don't need a haircut. And my and by when I was a kid, I mean, until last February. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... My dad would be like, you need to get your hair cut. Like, it just... But he'd always be like, it looks bad. And I'd be like, it looks fine. I didn't understand why it looked bad. I didn't understand where they were coming from. What... What? About, I still don't think that they should have said my hair looks bad. Right. Was it your dad and your mom who were like, this needs to be cut off? Yes. Relatable. That's relatable content over here <laughs> as well, actually. I'm curious what your experience growing up was like. Because I know that you're... Dad has cut your hair for a long time, but like, did he always? Yeah. I mean, I've been, wow. I was over here, you know, nodding and yes anding you at the barbershop, but I've only been to a barbershop like five times in my life. Five, six times. First of all, you're a liar. That's the first <laughs> thing I want to say. How dare you? For, Second of all, that's let wild me support to me. You. <laughs> no, I don't want to be supported. Well, I want the truth. Uh, yeah. I mean, the truth is, I really have been to the barbershop a few, few times. Like between five and ten times in my life, um, because wow. my dad cut my hair all growing up. But I very much do resonate with lots of things you said. It was the longest thing ever. Yeah. To do, we yeah. used to do it in this like old high chair of mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> like after I, you know, wasn't using high chairs anymore, we still kept it around so that I could get my hair cut in it. Um, wow. And I would complain so much about the clippers being hot and my dad's like look they're not hot like i'm he'd put them on his skin and be like Ken- kenyan this isn't i know and they'd be like and i would stick out your hand like, kenyan and <laughs> i'm like no. Oh, no no i was like i don't know what you want me to believe but that is hot like that is hot like an iron and the fact that you can put it on your little devil skin uh, i don't care about that that has nothing to do with me i just remember being like that's hot like you can't tell me that that's not hot um, first of all, I just want to say devil skin. I, I don't co-sign that one. Um, just going to put that <laughs> out there. Not your dad specifically. Uh, dad, I love you very much. <laughs> Barbara's in general. <laughs> uh, we used to have this, like, he would get this little bowl of ice and put it on the counter. <laughs> and I'd be like, you have to ice the, you have to ice them now. And then. That's crazy. <laughs> and it does it, like, now that I cut my own hair. So, you know, fast forward. I learned how to cut my own hair because. Well, it's cost effective. And it is like if you're gonna get it your hair cut every two weeks, Kenyon, well don't pay someone ten, twenty, thirty, forty dollars every two weeks. Oof. When did you start cutting your own hair? Um in my senior year of high school. Wow. Okay. Um but now it's like, what do you need ice for, Kenyon? Cut your cut your hair. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> uh, but it very much started out as like a as a me and dad thing wow. um, which is interesting i feel like there's a there's a there's a haircut hair and gender 
There's so much there. Yeah, very that. Um, barbershops scare me. Say more about this. Well, I actually, <laughs> that was actually an opening for you to say something. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, I mean, there is the iconic story of when David and I <laughs> went to, this is our, was our first year at Yale. And we both needed haircuts. And you all stopped letting me cut your hair. Rude. No, it was before that. Oh, was this what prompted you to start asking? Yes, this is what prompted (laughs) us to ask you to cut our hair. Because, um, (laughs) because we, I don't know what I had been doing before that. I guess my hair was long or I would cut it when I went home. I actually think maybe I had gone to, what is that barbershop called? Solange. I can't remember at all. No, not Solange <laughs> for the whites. We were going somewhere <laughs> else. Um, and uh, I can't remember what it's called, but um, w- I had been there once before. Like someone had set, a friend had like set it up for me to go. Like he knew someone there and had set up for me to go. So I had like gotten a haircut at Yale once before. I feel like the other times I must've just gone like when I was at home um, on break or whatever. And so this was in the spring. It was in the spring semester. It was in like January or February or something. David and I went and, you know, you go to the barbershop, you wait for a chair to be open. Right? (laughs) So we went. Don't ask me. (laughs) We were waiting for a chair to be open, waiting for one of the barbers to kind of invite us like, hey, you all have been waiting like you would be next. But they simply never invited us. So we sat and waited for like almost two hours, like for an hour and a half, waiting in the barbershop for someone to be like, oh yeah, come come sit in the chair and you're next. And then we left without even getting our haircut. Like we had something else to go do. But that's when we were like, <laughs> we were like, well, we're just not going to do that anymore. <laughs> um, and that's why we asked you to start cutting our hair. But it is this thing of like... I think more than anything, honestly, it is like, it feels like, okay, there's a code that everyone else already knows that I can't reveal that I don't know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? But I think what that honestly is reminding me of is like when like straight men like don't talk about, like, like don't express anything or like don't talk about anything, but then they all just act like it's fine. (laughs) And so you're looking on like, wait, I'm not, I'm right. missing it. I'm like, I'm missing something that's going on. But in fact, everyone's missing it. They're just okay. They're just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell's going on. That's fine. <laughs> that's wild. I mean, I remember that day because you all left and then were gone forever and came back and your hairs weren't cut. Yeah, it was, we looked exactly the same. <laughs> and I said, I hope you didn't pay for that. <laughs> you're a fool. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, there's also, there's a, I don't know, hair and presentation. You know, it's like, uh-huh. this is how I'm presenting myself to the world. So the, like, the what do you want to look like? Like, bring a picture in, tell me what you're, yeah. what kind of cut you want, what fade, what number, etc. I know, and that, see, I feel like the fact that your dad cut your hair has put you in at, a, at an advantage here. <laughs> because I go in and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what the numbers are. Right, I don't know what it right. is. Like, 
I <laughs> like tapering is something. I don't even really know what that is. Cause I always thought that tapering was fade, but then I was like, no fade is the word for that. <laughs> so what's a taper? <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's all this speak, right? And it's like, yeah. do you know the language? And unless you get really brought up in that way, and I didn't really, you know, I, I know how to cut my hair and I, you know, have clippers and guards and whatnot, but like, I don't know what other people call stuff that I do. I don't know. <laughs> um, and I don't know. Barbershops is like a, as opposed to hair salons. Mm-hmm. You know, as like a, uh, yes, here's this masculine way of grooming that is going to be different than this other thing over here. I felt that very, right. very much the times that I've been to a barbershop. Like, I feel like my my queerness is very much palpable uh, in the way that uh-huh. I'm like, I don't really speak the same language here and I'm going to ask for a cut that might be different than what y'all are used to. I don't know. You know that moment where it's like, I just... I just feel like I'm sticking out. Yeah, very that. Well, when do you go into a... When have you gone to get your hair cut by a barber? Um, The last time was two years ago, three years ago. 2018 was three years ago. (laughs) Wow, shocking. Um, But it's this wonderful black um, barber, and she, you know, works here in California. Very much liked that experience. Um, Yeah. I think it's because it wasn't a man, honestly. Yeah. I just made a a very, a very big difference. And also the cut was fly. So. Work. See, that's the thing. It's like a good sharp haircut. I think just, I don't know if like it genuinely looks better, but there is like, we are taught to see like a good haircut and be like, that's a good haircut. As opposed to Mm. my hair being long, like, I guess there's a tendency to be like, oh, your hair is so long. <laughs> that is different from like, ooh, like you've got a sharp, clean haircut. That feels like it's getting into the like, I feel like there are histories associated with that, you know, and yeah, like what haircuts right. are. Are clean, or professional, mm, coded as acceptable, right. what look right. messier, nappier, et cetera, et cetera. Unruly. Uh, right. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, let me ask, let me ask a provocative question. Ooh, provocateur. Kenyon, do you have good hair? <laughs> well, we have to just... Was this a thing? Was this a concept for you? Honestly, not in, like, my relationships. Like, not, like, okay. in my family or in the people that I really hung out with. Um yeah. But I am very much familiar with it in the larger discourse. Um, yeah. And that's just, like, why would we do that? I mean, I, there are a bunch of reasons, <laughs> historical reasons why that is a thing. But, like, right. people thought that. I know. <laughs> like, I don't think I ever thought that I, I don't think that I actively ever thought that I didn't have good hair. Mm. Good hair. In in quotes. True quotes. And by true um, quotes, I mean actually false quotes. <laughs> but it is not until, like, I, even when I was, even when I was a kid and I, a kid or in high school or whatever, and I, like, was having a long hair moment, I did kind of feel like, 
yeah, like, I want to explore this to see what it's like, slash, I'm just too lazy to go to, like, I just don't want to go to a barbershop. Whether that was out of laziness or out of genuine, like, I don't want to be in that space. But it was probably just out of lazy laziness, mm-hmm. most acutely. <laughs> I was like, that's, you know, four hours on a Saturday. Um, but... I think that I did kind of always have a sense of like, well, I can't let my hair get too long because it doesn't look good when it's long. Mm. Kind of in like, oh, well, it, I don't know how to maintain it and it, it becomes hard to to keep track of and it becomes hard to like get to be in a place where it feels good. And it has not been until this past year that my hair has been long and I've like, I've been like, oh yeah, and I know what to do with it. Mm. Like I know what to do with it and like how to keep it healthy and like how to keep it soft and lovely and curly yes. and luxurious and looking absolutely More. right. Sell the hair. <laughs> <laughs> so it feels like, I think that this is the first time that I felt like even more than just, oh, like this is a haircut that I look good with. Or, like, here's a hairstyle that I look good with. I mean, like, we can dive into the dyeing of it all. But this is the first time that I felt like, oh, yeah, like, my hair actually is good. My hair actually does the things that, like, that I want hair to do or whatever, you know? Mm. Mm. I'm, yeah, I kind of just want to hear more about that trajectory on the earlier side like i don't know high school is definitely a time when like people are making fashion choices fashion decisions did you feel like you had yeah. options hair wise like or was that something you just weren't even Absolutely concerned not. with like the only the only choice i had was when to cut it yeah um or like there was a while when i was really i like wasn't wanting to cut it i wanted to grow my hair out but my parents were like, it doesn't like it's not growing evenly. Like you should go get it cut just to even it out. Even if you're not going to like shave it all the way down, like go and get it cut just to even it out. Um, And then I would do that. And honestly, that is some of like pictures of myself when I like have gotten my hair cut, but just to even it out into like a little tiny fro Mm. is like, I think that is kind of when my hair looks the worst. <laughs> um, and so it's that's kind of a gag that that was a thing that I would do so often. Um, I think it was like my sophomore or my junior year. It was my sophomore year that I really like let my hair grow out really long. And it just was like uneven. And and because I would grow it out and I would pick it out. Mm. Like I didn't know how to have it and like condition it so that it was not so I just would pick it out um and it just wasn't it was not the look mama it was not the look and it's so funny now because like I'm like oh yeah I understand why my parents were like cut your hair like why do you look like this? right right <laughs> and it's not because the style is bad it's just because my hair was not doing the right thing for that or I was not helping my hair to do the right thing yeah and I feel like that's also just a part of like a there's education there. Like, how do you take care of yeah. your hair, or how do I take yeah. care of my hair, the hair that I have? Like, I feel very lucky because my my mom and my brother, my brother was like born with his head like full head of like ringlet curly hair, 
Absolutely. Right. And so, like, truly came out looking like that. Um, <laughs> and so, from a very young age, like, my mom was, like, styling his hair to, like... Yeah. But, you know, if you're going to make a big head full of curly hair, you know, do the wet curl look thing, you've got to, like, put your products in there. you got to, like, take care of it. Right. Exactly. And so I was around that a lot, so I felt comfortable in my own home, like, oh, I, I'll put some conditioner in here. I'll X, Y, Z. Going to school, people were like, you condition your hair? Like, that's weird. And I'm like, you don't take care of yourself? That's weird. <laughs> that's what's weird, mama. <laughs> that is weird. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I just had, I feel like there's a whole world of, like, <laughs> texturism in my background that I just have not even delved into. I just remember always feeling like I wanted my hair to kind of curl up and to kind of like, I'm trying to think of people that I like wanted my hair. Like I, I really wanted to have like um, Donald Glover's hair. Oh, I thought that the way that he, he like had grown his hair out and it would like, would kind of, like, curl up in some spots, but, like, wasn't totally even, but, like, looked really good. Like, that was, like, hair goals to me. Mm -hmm. But, like, I didn't know how to make my hair look like that. Yeah. That's... Well, where are you in that that journey now? Well, now I feel like... uh, you know, I still see the little, the light-skinned boys on Instagram and their hairs and the little, the pretty little curls. And I'm like, that's not what my hair is going to do, which is great, which is fine. But I just, like, have really been falling in love with, like, like finding new textures in my hair. That's great. Yeah. And, and it, for it not to feel like, oh, like, if I let my hair grow out, it's just going to be, like, kinky and nappy and bad. But that it actually is good. Absolutely. Now I have the good hair. Wow. I love this love that you have for yourself. I know. Wow. I mean, you know, I always, my hands are always up in my hair. <laughs> Correct. Which is a they are. full other. Get them down from there. Uh, um, but I like very early on was like, thank goodness I have curly hair. I, it was like, I, I wouldn't know, like, you know, yeah. people have all sorts of different bodies, and I really lived for the way my body was showing up in that particular way. Um, <laughs> but I think the main, like, my, the, the main hair decision I made, like, in, in the high school years um, was to, to change my hairstyle. I, I've always been kind of, like, long on the, on the top, short on the sides, but the mm-hmm. long on the top has gotten longer and longer. And I remember uh-huh. making a really conscious decision to do that. Um, as a, as you know, a, kind of a way, my dad had been cutting my hair and we hadn't really been speaking about totally what, what I wanted. I'd be like, yeah, like what we do is pretty good. And it'd be a little bit different from time to time, but it was a way for me to like assert some agency over my presentation, which felt really good yeah. as I was also coming into my own idea of queerness, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, so sophomore year of high school, I let my hair grow out really long, but the beginning of senior year, I started to, uh, I don't know what prompted this. I guess just wanting to do something different. Um, I actually did really 
low on the sides and long on the top. Um, but it honestly was serving like kid and play level. Work. <laughs> like that, that was nearly <laughs> where it was. Um, and looking again, looking back at it now, it's like, you know, I don't know if that's real. I don't think I have the head shape for that, honestly. I think that having the hair long on the sides uh, evens out my head shape. Mm, but yeah. also, like, the beard evens out my head shape in a huge way. <laughs> hair. Like, that's wow, we haven't even talked about uh, facial hair. I know. But so... So first trying to do short on the sides, long on the top. But then the next big change was really in college um, and dyeing my hair in college. Take me there. And that finally felt like, so that was summer after my sophomore year in college. And that finally felt like I'm going to do something with my hair. Like I'm going to do something. I'm going to, you know, you want to just, you want to have autonomy over your appearance. Yeah. Like you want to change the way that you look for fun. Cause it's cool. Cause it's hip. Cause it's trendy. And cause you can, right. Um, I, you know, my hair grows, boy, does it grow and it won't stop growing. Um, and so, yeah, I know. Fingers crossed. Um, and I, you know, I'm always trying to convince people to, shave their heads or to dye their hair a crazy color or whatever. Because that is kind of how I feel is that like, you know, my hair will grow back. So let me do something crazy to it. So I started dyeing my hair first. I like was dyeing it blonde, various shades of blonde. Um, and then I kind of dipped into the colors. Ooh, colors. Um, I know, which was fun, which was like, Ooh, I can like go for this look. I can, like, dye my hair blue. I can dye my hair green. I can dye my hair pink. Like, I can do whatever I want. That's crazy. What say you to the, you know, the 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 trope of, like, a major hair change after a major life event change um, phase ending? It's so funny that the first time that I really saw this meme of, like, when a gay dyes his hair blonde, <laughs> then check in because something's wrong. Like that meme was emerging the summer that I was like, okay, I'm finally going to do it. I'm finally going to dye my yeah. hair. But I genuinely feel like that was not what was <laughs> happening in my life. And so, and ever since then, anytime that I've been like, oh, like, wouldn't it be fun just to like dye my hair again? Um, I've been like, is something wrong? Is something happening to me? Um, but I think because it has never been like a thing that's at hand for me, I don't have that built in as a response. Mm -hmm. I have plenty of responses built in for like when something is going cuckoo bananas. Typically, like it's a big purchase of something that I don't need. I'm, I'm cataloging, <laughs> going back through <laughs> My your many history. Big purchases. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I'm looking. I'm literally looking at a printer that I bought after I graduated from high school that I just didn't need. <laughs> <laughs> but I still but have now it. Now <laughs> you can make make paper with things on it. Yeah, exactly. But no, that's not typically what I do with my hair. That's not typically when I change my hair. What about you? Well, you also started dyeing your hair. I did. Um, 
And I had had it in my in my mind for a while, but I hadn't really worked up the courage to do it honestly. Um, mm-hmm. And then I was like, "What? What? Are, what are you waiting for? Hello, yeah, Kenyan." Um, <laughs> and it was fun. I mean, I did I did it twice because I don't yeah. really think I got the color right the first time. <laughs> um, but you know, we live and we and we love and we learn. I I I love it. I loved it. I don't know if I'll do it anytime in the future soon, just because it's like it's really harsh. It just like hurts the hairs. It is harsh. And I enjoy I enjoy my hair when it gets to a certain length and like the curls the curl behavior kind of changes a little bit and it's like that's really good. And it's just hard to keep long hair that's been dyed to oblivion to go from black to blonde. Um it's hard yeah. to keep that healthy. Yeah. I um it is. Then also like the roots of it all. <laughs> the number of times in college that I had just like crazy like <laughs> like orange to blonde to black hair. Like that's not cute. <laughs> that's not <laughs> that was not the look, but it was my look. Were we we both really were Doing something then at certain points. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I haven't done it in a while because, well, I did it. Oh my God. I did it that yellow green Mm -hmm. highlighter for Dennis Rodman, which is funny. Um, But I haven't dyed it really. I haven't like kept it dyed mostly out of like a professionalism thing. Mm. I'm like, okay, well, I like work at a big fancy school. And so I have to have professional hair i guess um no not i guess like that is why i haven't yeah that's why at some point i was like okay i'm not gonna dye my hair anymore um and so i've kind of just fallen out of the habit is that something you feel like coming from within you from without of you without of you (laughs) without of you um i feel like there are a lot of ways that like being one of the youngest people on Faculty. Icon. Like, right, correct. Um, Not, like, I don't think that anyone would say, like, oh, no, Jerome, you shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't really think that anyone would have an issue with it at all. But I don't think it's about an issue. I think that it's more that, like, I feel like that would create a perception around me, I guess, of, like, crazy party, young, college, whatever, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we <laughs> love crazy party young college yeah exactly um <laughs> so i just haven't done it but i like would do it again i'm not like feeling particularly called to it right now but i always wanted to do like i always wanted to do a bright red i always wanted to try to do like a um like a lavender would be nice you'd look great You'd look so you. good in lavender. My Thank dream you. color is a, is, a, is a purple ombre. Ooh, ombre. Ombre to what? To black. So that I wow. could keep my roots. Like when the, when it's in a longevity moment. Like if I do like, yeah. you know, real purple on the tips and have it kind of fade into black. Yeah. Then I could keep it growing, hopefully. Have you ever had any like celebrity hair goals? I honestly don't really think so. Wow. Except for, okay, 
uh, we'll see. Is this just a, a, is this a celebrity hair goal, or do I just have a crush on this person? You know, you both. know that one. The answers both. Thank you, Alfred Enoch. Oh no, that one's you just have a crush on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For all who don't know, he's in. That one TV show, what's that called? Oh, I've seen that. How to Get Away with Murder. My favorite show. Um, He just looks... Mama, he looks good. And I guess Harry Potter, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He just looks really good. But it is definitely that moment where it's like, that's not what my hair does. Like, I have tighter curls, different hair pattern. Like, that's just not... Right. That's just not it for me. Also, I mean, finding finding people with my with my hair, quote unquote. I mean, no one really has the same hair as anybody else. Mm-hmm. But more and more, I've been re- like seeing my Indianness show up in the mm. way my hair presents. Cool on my on my head. Um, yeah, and it's like, oh, like this. It doesn't really. My hair pattern is really is different than my dad's, and it's wow. different than my mom's. And it's like, well, that's a combination. Um, but I think there's something that, like there was a long time when my dad would just be like, "This is what I do to my hair," so like you do it, right? And my dad's, ugh, my dad, my dad has these beautiful loose curls work from our like Cherokee lineage work, and it's I mean talk about like good hair, like <laughs> he has all like. His hair has been the epitome of like, he's like, oh yeah, I just like run this little gel through this little mousse through it. And then like, it looks all whatever. And I would try to do that and it would like get stuck in my hair. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I think that for a while it just was like, I mean, we, as we said before, it just was, I couldn't do what my dad was doing with his hair. Mm. Um, my mom has been going to a salon every Tuesday morning as long as I've known her. <laughs> so it was like, that wasn't going to be the solution for me. So it, I think that there really is something to like finally branching out beyond just what your parents do. Yeah. And and like the only way I'm even figuring that out is by actually letting it, was by letting it grow and being yeah. like, oh, this is what, this is what you're up to. Like if I just yeah. leave you alone, like this is how you, show up in the world. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, okay, well, I can, I can make this look good. Absolutely. Work. Um, and I look great, so. You do, <laughs> queen. <laughs> Wheel. I feel like hair has a way of, it keeps time, you know? Hair keeps time. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, mm-hmm. time. Um, are there hair... Like, do you have hair eras in your brain? Um, and kind of like dovetail question, as we're in pandemic, like, do you feel like your hair is keeping track of how long that's been? Yeah, I mean, I went bald for Michael Jordan for Halloween. So Halloween certainly was not the beginning of the pandemic. But now it does kind of feel like if I were to cut my hair, then that means that the pandemic is over. Mm. And so that kind of feels like, I don't know. Like, I'm feeling very pandemic hair. I do, I mean, I definitely can look at a picture and know 
sometimes I can even know when in the year it was based on how long my hair is. Wow. Um, and definitely when I was dyeing it, that was like, yeah, I remember when I dyed it that color before I redyed it again to be a slightly different color or whatever. Um, but often my hair just looks the same. So often there isn't really a good way to tell. Yeah, I feel that too. Back when Hillary was running for president, LOL, and they were showing LOL. all those like Hillary through the ages, the hairdos, yeah. everything. I was like, this is unrelatable content. <laughs> I don't know what this means. Yeah. Um, part of that is also like, well, I'm, I actually just haven't been alive for that long. So <laughs> very that. The hair will, it will change. It will do that on its own, actually. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, what do you do on a bad hair day? What is it? What is a bad hair day for you? I mean, through the years, I've gotten much more comfortable in hats. <laughs> well, what I've really discovered, and I guess I always knew this, and this is, it used to be when I knew that my hair was getting too long, like when I needed a haircut, was if I was like deciding to wear a hat. Ah. It's like, if I wear this hat, then I have to be wearing a hat today. And I can't take it off. Because I would like, it would like right. indent and then I'd have hat hair. Right. Once you put a hat on, that's the day. Right. Un- or until like you like take a shower, until you, you know, do something. But absolutely that. I mean, yeah, it's with like my hair being longer and longer on the top, it it does it does take a little bit of effort to like to, you know, just make it do all the right things that I would yeah. like it to do. Um yeah. And I've got down to a science, honestly, but it's like sometimes there's just not time in the morning and you've got to go. Right. I'm very, I'm very there. That's the other thing about cutting my hair really short is that it's like, boom, it just is that way. And I can lie down and I can lean my head on something and I don't have to worry. Oh, so good. Absolutely less maintenance. Yeah. And that's why, like, if you see me with a hat on my head, don't take the hat off my head. People yeah, out keep there. it pumping, queen. Because some of you out there have been known to mess around. Don't touch my hat. Like, don't. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Well, here we are. We're talking Mm -hmm. about hair. Not about nair. Not hair, but about hair. (laughs) Uh, I can't believe that about nair. (laughs) That's crazy. And I want to know, Jerome, are you tips or roots? Tips or roots? Well, you've got to pay attention to the roots. Mm. I mean, the tips, they're already gone. You know what I mean? Um, Well, it's all dead. As Rachel Berry sings in the final song in season three of Glee, uh, you've got to have roots before branches, she sings. And I will replace that by saying you've got to have roots before tips. Could you also actually sing that for me too as well? Thank you. In my heavy roots before branches. <laughs> that song is hot. Oh, that song is Thank so good. Thank you. Um, um, what about you? I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go tips, kind of just to balance this out. But also, the when you when when the tips are right, that's when you know <laughs> that that you're you've done it. That's when you know that you've arrived. You know, that's the <laughs> oldest hair on your head. If you're taking care of those, right. that means you're in a good place. 
if those look good, that You're means right. like the whole the whole curl comes alive. Well, it means you were in a good place at some point. Uh, you know, it's very it's very circles in the tree. Wow, wow. Keeping track of time. It's very in square circle. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. <laughs> um, okay, my binary for you is going to be uh, Donald Glover and Alfred Enoch. Alfred Enoch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't quite fair. <laughs> <laughs> Love to um, all the Donald Glover fans out there, if you're st- still out there. Uh, don't not that. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and agree. I think actually, I deserting know. my my king. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I mean, he just. I can't. We can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is a whole episode in there. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this hair dive. A hair dive. On dive. Have we talked about Chowder? Chowder the show on Cartoon Network. Girl, no. <laughs> and everyone is named after an ingredient or a food, and the the boss of their rival restaurant is named Endai, and she is mean. Chowder is good. You and we've tried. I'm loving that this is coming in right at the end of the episode, but Chowder is good. Okay, you've recommended you've recommended two shows today, so I'm actually instantiating a third binary right now. Okay. And then Sex in the City versus Chowder. <laughs> I honestly don't know. <laughs> Not this. Chowder was very formative. <laughs> it just felt like one of those, like, not to sound like an old person who has no fun, but it felt like a dumb cartoon. So, first of all, you're an old person who has no fun. Great. And second great, of great. all, um, it was fun. It was dumb and fun. Like, it was stupid. That was the point. They were all named after food. That's funny. It was fun. Mama, and when you met a new character, they would also be named after a food. Mama. Well, I would hope the consistency is the most important thing. Well, you're right. That's what I always say. (laughs) And that's what I say about my hair. (laughs) It's all about the actual consistency. Thank you. No, thank you. And with that, good night, New York. Thanks for listening, divas. We love that is brought to you by Kenyon and Jerome. Our music is by Sophia Campomore, and our art is by Griffin Keller. And please drop us a line at we love that podcast at gmail.com. So come on in, feel free to do some looking. Stay a while, cause something's always cooking. Come on in, feel free to do some looking. Stay a while, cause something's always cooking, yeah. That was the theme to Chowder.